Welcome to Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. I'm your host, Carol Clark, and there are obviously going to be times in your practice when someone is going to be departing, perhaps on great terms, they have a uh, new opportunity because they finished a degree, or perhaps they're moving somewhere that they've always wanted to live, and uh, that can be a really great thing, or sometimes it can be a not the greatest of circumstances. So there is uh, important things, though, either way, and oftentimes one thing that is forgotten is an exit interview. This is something that can really be so helpful both to the practice as well as to the individual who's leaving, believe it or not. A couple of caveats to this, it's typically done uh, in person, but it can be done over the phone. I actually have done some for some clients with some of their team members that I've met and worked with over the years. So it's something that can be done, um, done over the phone or via Zoom call, but best in person. And it depends on uh, who they report to. You may want to, whoever they report to, they can do the exit interview, or perhaps you have someone who runs most of your human resource type things, they can do it. And depending on the level of the position or the, uh, the impact it's going to have for the organization, perhaps the practitioner would be the one who would do the exit interview. There can be lots of different scenarios, but bottom line, I do encourage you to do an exit interview. And I'm going to share with you the top 10 questions. There are lots of them. If you look out there uh, from the from SHRM or from other places, uh, but there's lots of them out there. But I have 10 favorites and they tend to glean a lot of information that can be helpful for you. I remember in almost every position I've been in when I left an organization, I did my own exit interview with the, the team members that reported to me. I would have them share with me what they liked the most, what was frustrating, and I've always taken that information and learned from it. And it's really helped to mold me into a better leader with every single position. But back to the exit interview, the first question that I like to have in there, these aren't in any particular order, except for towards the end um, and at the beginning, but in the middle, they can be moved around a little bit. Uh, but the first thing I ask is what are some of the contributing factors that uh, impacted your decision to resign? And then you just have to stop and let them share what those reasons are. Maybe in your head, you think you know exactly what it is, but it's amazing what can come out of these interviews in terms of what uh, contributed to their decision to leave. So I always like to start with that one. And then also ask, is there anything that we could have done to prevent you from leaving, especially if it's a particular employee that you're really going to miss because they were a strong contributor to your team and it's someone that you really don't want to see go. So that's the next question is what might uh, have been done to prevent you from leaving. The uh, third question that I like to ask is how was your overall experience here at and insert the name of your practice. Uh, this is a great way just to get a little bit of a confirmation about the culture of your organization of your practice. Uh, so I do like to ask that well, how was the overall experience here. Uh, the fourth one is under what circumstances, if any, would you consider returning to the company? Once again, this is typically with someone that you would really like to stay or somebody that maybe is moving up, will be coming back and you want to bring them back into the organization. Uh, this can also be 
a very telling and surprising uh, answer that you can get from this. Um, but under what circumstances uh, will somebody come, would, would they be willing to come back to the company? That is number four. The fifth one is, uh, I actually do oftentimes come out and ask, how would you describe the culture here at, insert the name of your practice? And can you give me any specific examples? That's my fifth question. And uh, for them, just a culture, it kind of gives you a feel for is, uh, are the values that you have set out for your practice? Is that what other people are feeling? The things that um, you you tolerate or don't tolerate, is that all being experienced? What's the overall feel? Because you know it's it's that's what will will linger with a person is how they were made to feel in the organization. So that's really important to know. It can also bring out issues that are in your practice that you're not even aware of uh, and at least be able to investigate those if they uh, require further investigation. The sixth one is, um, what was the best part of your job here? I often like to hear what it was that they enjoyed the most. And this can be also another surprising question. It could be anything from just the fact that you always said, you know, hello to me and that you always took the time to ask me how my family was or my daughter or my son or my husband, whatever's going on in their life. It could be, uh, I love the fact that every holiday we were able to have a holiday meal together. And I love the fact that I felt appreciated and that, uh, and I felt like um, that you cared. So there's lots of different things that can, that can come out in that. Um, but what was the best part of your job here? It might've been, you know, interaction with the patients. That's a very common one. It might be working with a particular coworker, just being a part of your whole uh, organization, depending on the reason for why they're leaving. But I do like to glean that from them. So that was number six. Number seven is, um, do you feel as if uh, you had the necessary training to be successful in your role? And if not, how could it have been better? Because we all know sometimes people get thrown into the fire. They're brought on and you're just like, we are so shorthanded. You've just got to get in there and, and learn. Um, but we want to make sure that we have all of those uh, standard operating procedures together that they can see uh, via a patient algorithm or how the patient care should run, that they have a clear understanding of the roles of all the different people in your organization. Uh, but I always like to ask that because there's always something we can be improving upon. So I like to know that. So do you feel as if you had the necessary training to be successful in your job and how could it have been better? That was number seven. Number eight is if you could change anything about your job here or the company, what would it be? Now, this could make you a little bit vulnerable, but it is, again, great information. Now, depending on the circumstances, you can um, you know, take the information for what it is, but I have found, you know, 95% of the time or higher that it's really great information to know and it opens your eyes sometimes to things that you aren't aware of because you're so busy taking care of the patients or you know just trying to work on you know keeping that volume up just being able to get your charting done you know all those things take us away from some of the uh the things that can impact our team because we all know it's less expensive if it's a great employee to keep a good employee who's trained than to always be uh, having some churn and having to retrain a lot. So that's another thing. The next one would be, how would you describe the perfect candidate to replace you? This kind of gives a glean into like, let's say they were hired into a position, but they ended up having way more roles than they thought that they would. It can help them help share with you a little bit about who would be perfect to replace them. Maybe they even know of somebody if it's a good person who might 
might have a good referral. And then finally, as, as number um, 10 was, is there anything else you'd like to add? And just getting their opinion about that. And I like to take notes on this uh, and uh, keep that and then really take it and use it to um, address anything that was came to light in there to uh, if you had some compliments in there for some other team members, maybe share that with them and thank them for being so inclusive or whatever is going on in the practice. But I do want to encourage you to, to not ignore exit interviews. It can be overlooked a lot, but we wanna make sure we have that as a part of our system, our team, our team system. When I talk about the six different systems that are important to be in play in your practice, this is a big one that relates to your team. So those are my 10 favorite exit interview questions. And I uh, do enjoy getting this feedback. It's so valuable. So I hope that you will uh, take these and use them if you want, modify them how it works for you. If you have other ones that you use, the important thing is just to make sure you are doing an exit interview. So I encourage you to do that. And this is just one of the very specific things that we train on and that we go over. Uh, in Bariatric Business Boss, soon to become Bariatric Business Accelerator. I can't wait for all the changes coming soon. Uh, I know all the members are gonna like that and I can't wait for any new ones coming in. So if you're not a member yet, check it out, bariatricbusinessboss.com and uh, you can see what all the value is there. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast, then please subscribe. Uh, lots of exciting things coming next year, so I can't wait to share them. And I am honored to be working with the practices that I do work with, and I love the fact that I get one-on-one -on -one time with you every single month. So reach out to me if you have questions or if you uh, want to know anything more about membership or just about anything related to practice management. It's Carol, K-A-R-O-L at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great week. Thanks so much.